Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We with the Pats and the Edmonton Expo Center. I'm standing with this team jacket on. Glenn Saber walked out on the bench, and I was literally like, and our assistant GM, he was wearing the same jacket. And he was like, you guys, where did you get those jackets? And I'm like, there was my chance to chat with Glenn Slatch Saber. And I soiled myself. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. A brand new week coming in hot here on Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio, the key. Yeah, for you CFL fans, you people that are CFL fans, it's the first day of the offseason. And uh, for the rest, diving right into the hockey talk, the NFL, the college football all of that coming up on today's program from Sirius XM NHL Radio, our good and longtime friend Scott Laughlin. He and I, a proud alum of the SCORE television network, and also an hour or two from Sirius XM and NFL Radio, Zig Fracassi. But before we go any further, let's bring in the lovely and talented co-host of the RP Show, the president and owner of the um, RP Show Corporation and DuPont Media, Darren Moose DuPont. Who the last I spoke with him, he had no voice. How are you today, <laughs> Gavna? Yeah, it's it's still about fifty percent after the weekend, but we'll survive and we'll get this thing back really quick. Okay, so what's your go-to for throat remedies and that kind of? I've had people actually asking me that as the longtime broadcaster that I am. I'm wondering what yours are. Are you doing anything to take care of yourself and get ready for this show that airs on all 10 provinces and 31 states <laughs> on Game Plus television and in Metro Atlanta on the radio? Hmm? Yes, T, nonstop T. Um, it's it's called 911 T. It's like a cold and throat T. Um, it's called 911. So if you literally need, you're in desperate need, dial 911 on the T and uh, away you go. Okay, I knew some hot wing flavor that was called that. I didn't know that there was any tea called nine one one. But uh, okay, let's go. Let's hit it, Director Jordan, and uh, let's get back at it. I hope that his heart palpitations have slowed down because we, neither you nor I 
were sitting in our chairs up long about till four minutes ago, maybe three minutes ago. So we're here, guys, and we're ready to go. And we're, of course, opening with the 109th Grey Cup because this is the first day of the offseason, and we'll be moving on to other things. But we got to spend a day on the Canadian Football League Championship, which was waged Sunday night. The Toronto Argonauts did it. Toronto upset the Winnipeg Blue Bombers 24-23 to win their first Grey Cup since 2017. A.J. Ouellette, who sounds Canadian, but he's not, scored the game-winning touchdown with under four minutes to go, and defensive end Robbie Smith made the game-sealing play, blocking a Winnipeg field goal with under a minute to go. Not curses, because I was cheering for the Argos in pinball, but I didn't think they were going to win. I went with the Bet Regal odds that had Winnipeg by five and a half, I thought they'd cover. You, sir, would have won the bet. I hope you did put some money down on that. And Enoch Mwamba earned game MVP and most valuable Canadian honors after the win. He had three tackles and the late pick. So bravo, Boltman, Argos, our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the Canadian prairies is this. Quite simply, did you enjoy the 109th Grey Cup? And I, we've just put it up. I, Clark, you did too, right? I don't think we even have a, a body of vote yet, but I will vote yes. Um, okay, Clark says 81% voting yes on YouTube. Put me in the yes category. Darren, I got back here to South Florida Saturday night. Uh, I had people writing me saying from all across Canada going, why wouldn't you stay for the game? Look around, bro. Come on. So I'm watching the game. I got my South Florida football guys, our text group going, and we're talking about the game, the concerts. Everything was awesome. You couldn't turn it off uh, and go to bed early, and I knew I was going to be on Global Television Toronto this morning to talk about the game, and am I ever glad that I did? So I'm saying, yes, 109th Grey Cup was a win for the CFL to a certain degree, TSN. But I know you have a very interesting take from your perspective, and you were at the game. So take it away, Moose. Yeah, no, I thought the game was awesome in in terms of the game. And, you know, people talked about the empty seats and things like that that were at the game. And, you know what, it was cold. It wasn't, wasn't as cold as it had been earlier in the week. But, you know, I think the game was probably one that came off really well on television. And the in-stadium experience maybe wasn't the greatest. I was referring mostly to the halftime show, if you want to go there first. But, you know, just to wrap the actual game itself. And, I mean, to beat Mike O'Shea's teams, you have to play almost perfect. And Winnipeg didn't play their best game. And they still were right there at the end because Mike O'Shea has such disciplined teams. There was two undoings for Toronto, really. It was that it was an offside call in the second quarter which extended a drive for the Bombers and led to a touchdown. And then it looked like the Argos were going to get off the field. I believe it was in the fourth quarter or late in the third quarter. And they had sacked Zach in the fourth quarter late in that game. But the face masking call extended the drive. And I thought that was going to be the undoing too. But the, the football gods were in the Argos favor that night. And they made the biggest play at the end of the game. And and hats off to them. So it was a good game uh, both ways. So I don't know if you want to get into halftime yet, but we can do it. Yeah, whatever. I'd say start spreading the news. The RP Show is on the air. WQEE, Game Plus TV, and YouTube. So tell all your friends. Let's go. Let's get with it. Allie in Texarkana writes in. She says, happy Monday, Rod Squad. I know you are glad to be back in the warmer weather, Rod. I sure would be. I am so unbelievably happy to be here. 
I guess for anybody that says, why wouldn't you stay? Because I'm unbelievably happy to be here. And it's the Rod Peterson show. And it's all about being happy. Uh, John Chan on YouTube says the halftime show was garbage. Um, I guess, listen, I don't want this to turn into a CFL bashing thing, a Grey Cup bashing thing, and we've got other stuff to get to. NFL, here come the Hawks. Hawks-Raptors met Saturday night. We've got a full 40 minutes in hour one for Moose and I and your comments, viewers, okay? And then we'll bring in Scott, uh, Scott Laughlin. We'll do it all over again in hour two and bring in Zig. So let's just slow your roll, everybody. Woosa. Today's reading, Darren told me, me personally, to slow down, recharge, take a day. So calm down, everybody. So the game was great. My highlight was the snowbird coming in. I think you really nailed it, Darren. It was a better television event than in-stadium event. But I can't speak for anybody that was there. I was watching on television. Did you hear that they put a camera in the snowbird? Yeah. And I was watching the pregame with Serena. We're like, that's cool. Never seen that before. So whose ever idea that was, if it was the Snowbirds or TSN, I don't know, but that was really awesome. Uh, the pregame band, the, the Valley. Here's the, the one small thing is if you say you're kicking off at 6 o'clock like the score app did, can you kick off at 6 o'clock? That's a bit of a pain, but it sucked in a lot of people to watch all that. I like the pregame concert from Valley. And then at halftime, if Tyler Hubbard sang Cruz, that's what I came for. And he did. And then the game went down to the final minute. Two block field goals each way. Like, what? Literally, what more do you want? So put me down for a super yes. I enjoyed the 109th Grey Cup, okay? So where are you on that? You know what? That's exactly what I hoped the experience would be. And that's awesome. That's exactly what you want. And you know what? My experience was the same. It was pretty much the same, except... I, I got irrationally upset at halftime. And then I went for some pierogies. I went for some pierogies and it completely turned the whole game around. And then we had the great finish. Here's why I was irrationally upset because I was sitting with a sponsor, Bet Regal, who's a premier sponsor of the Canadian Football League. And look, I don't get to sit in these great seats all the time. We were in the third row, we were on the 40 yard line. We were probably in some of the most expensive seats in the building. And I'm, I had purposely left to go. Um, do my walk and, and, and grab um, a bathroom break in the end of the second quarter so I could be back in my seats for halftime. And lo and behold, back in my seats for halftime, they roll out the speakers and then no stage. I was like, I'm going to have the best seats for this. going to be the greatest time ever. And they put them way in the end zone, way up on top where they usually do the pregame concerts, which the screens look fantastic. And I was thinking, this is going to look really good on television, but I couldn't see any of the musicians. Couldn't see any of them unless it was on the screen. So I might as well have been up in the nosebleeds. I might as well have been inside watching this on TV. So the experience in the, in the stadium wasn't what I hoped it would be. I was really excited. And just like you, when Tyler Hubbard came on, I'm like, it was okay at the beginning. And then he came on and he played Cruz. He played the hits. I'm like, completely saved the entire show. I was at 100. And that should have been the end of the show. But then they came back to the guy who was on first and played a couple of slower songs. Good songs, but it took the energy the down a little bit. Killed the vibe, <laughs> right? You were crushing it. It was going great. 
So I was going to give it a 12 out of 10. I'll give it a, a, you know, a six and a half or a seven out of 10, but I bet you on TV, it was amazing. Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says for me, I think the Argos winning the 109th great cup is better for the CFL than blue bombers winning three in a row. Uh, Don, our Navy friend, says it was a fantastic experience. John Schmeiser in Kansas City says pierogies are magical. Ted in Red Deer says, I'm with Rod. Super yes for the game. From Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame. He says, Nathan Rourke crying after BC's loss. Mwamba crying after the Grey Cup win and named winner of the awards. Emotional TV moments that TSN captured well. TSN did a pretty good job. There was a few times with the which you wouldn't have seen where the camera was very blurry, but I'm not a TV guy. I don't really understand. I will say this. I hope the CFL is having a very solid debrief after this because what we're all saying here is it's a better TV experience than it is in stadium experience. And if you're going to charge four or $500 to be there, you better pick it up, boys and girls, on convincing people to be there. Like Hamilton next year in Vancouver the year after that where they'll have 60,000 seats to fill. You know what I'm saying, Darren? you got to make it worthwhile to be there. And we're not necessarily saying that it is. And uh, the other interesting thing is Doug Brown, whom I love. I think he's the greatest um, color guy for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on radio. uh, Hall of Famer, played for the Washington Redskins before the Blue Bombers. He put on his Twitter, I don't know if you saw it. He's like, is it just me or is this incredibly bad? That was the halftime show. He says it has all the energy of a microwave pizza pocket. And I thought I'd be smart and respond that? and say, well, if it was a pizza pop, it would be different, which incidentally was invented in Winnipeg. Pizza pops. Look it up. But I'm like, no, I'm not going to say anything. Um, but I don't understand how guys like Doug Brown and Danny Austin, Jeff Hamilton in Winnipeg can crap all over the CFL, which I have the tweets that they have. And nobody says anything. But I say anything at all negative about the CFL and I get nailed to the cross. I don't understand it but I'm over it. And uh, we had the very best party of the Grey Cup Friday night. There's no doubt the Twisted Tea Party. Darren, you, hats off to you, the guys at Ballers, Ricky, Kelly, for sure, uh, Greg Zahn, all the guys that came down. They said, this party has it right. It's about the players. It should be about the players. They were all there. And what happens? When the players are there, the people come. It was the best event at Grey Cup, but the CFL couldn't have made it any more clear that we're not partners on anything. So I'm ready to move on now to other topics for the next six months until the CFL comes back. Do you have anything else before I move on? No, just to echo the sentiment too about the weekend and and that night, Friday night was awesome and and couldn't have been more thankful to all the players and VIPs and and the TSN folks and the Sportsnet folks and everybody who came out it was awesome. And photos are up all over our social. They're going to have more photos going up this week. Um, so again, that was really, really awesome. I want to thank everybody that came to the party as well and didn't leave. And when I say that, not just the patrons, but the Matt Dedigans and the Damon Allens and the John Chicks and the Luke Mullinders, these are Canadian football icons. And they stayed. And they had a great time. I had planned on leaving to, at 10 because I had an early flight the next morning. I stayed till after midnight. The Bat Regal guys and gals were having a great time. It was the best party I've ever been at at Grey Cup. I'm not joking. That I remember. So thank you. And uh, yeah, we used to make far more of it than I do these days. 
My brother and his wife stayed till I left them there. Yes. What? They're old. They were late. And they stayed. They were late. Yeah. Yeah. So good and, for them. And I'm, yeah. The one takeaway yeah. I had, you know, Eugene Lewis, uh, candidate for most outstanding player in the Canadian Football League, big fan of the ski ball. You know, where you, at the carnival, you roll the ski ball. You couldn't pry him away from the ski ball machine on Friday night. So it was we a good time. We had all the stars. Yeah. We yeah. Did. Well, I had people telling me that week, they said, you guys are the Pat McAfee of the Canadian Football League. You're the spitting chicklets of the CFL. And I said, that would be great. And I know Pat McAfee is at war with the NFL. You, they, they tried to sue him here 10 days ago. So I get it. But it's like being the cool show of the CFL doesn't get me anywhere in South Florida or uh, to go to Super Bowl or to go to Florida Panthers games and all the rest. I mean, so we're going to go do other things Um, because we're on different roads. And that's all that I'll have to say about that. By the way, the Kinsman Telemiracle 47-50-50 raffle is live now. It's been live for a couple weeks. And the pot starting at $100,000 with a winner will take half. It's going to go up from there. You can go to TotalMiracle5050.com right now to buy tickets. Tickets can be purchased by anyone over the age of 19, but you have to physically be in the province of Saskatchewan to do it. Draw date is Friday, December the 16th. We announced that day our first two 5050s sold over $1 million in tickets to support the Kinsman Foundation of Saskatchewan. So we're going higher. And I spent this amount of time. What are we at here? Oh, we got a break already. The whole first segment was on the CFL. You even look down. We'll move on to everything else after this. But it's important. I was on Global Toronto this morning talking about it. I'll be on Sports Talk Winnipeg this afternoon. Uh, it was in USA Today. It's like, hey, pause the NFL talk for the fact that the Toronto Argonauts upset Winnipeg to win the 109th Grey Cup up there in Canada. So it was a big deal. Very big deal. And we'll be back with all these other topics when we return on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. 
All right, another beautiful day. I'm telling you, in South Florida, they all are. And uh, yes, before we move on, and believe me, we'll get through the rest of our quick six so- show topics, and you know, we'll double back if you want on the 109th Grey Cup. The poll question today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center is: Did you enjoy the 109th Grey Cup? And on Twitter, 78% saying yes, they did. But what did I say to my commentary as my weekend column? Yeah, the Grey Cups are usually good. There's very been very few duds as we bring in the moose here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is it? Steven in North Dakota. He says, I had to stream TV audio while driving. No radio broadcast. Those are all, as our friend is fond of saying, Darren, picking the drapes, I guess, because the game was great. That's the thing. The CFL has always got the football right. They've always got the football right. It's everything else. It's like those 15 years I was with the Regina Pats. I said, we do everything right, but win. We lead the league in community appearances, and we have the most sales, most ads on the boards and and in the program, but we never make the playoffs. So if you had the two together, (laughs) it's a massive win, right? Okay, moving on to point two, NHL. There was only two games Sunday. A Sunday, Sydney, Sydney Crosby had a goal and three assists, and the Pittsburgh Penguins topped the Chicago Blackhawks 5-3 Sunday night for their third straight win. If Jenny Melkin scored in his 1,000th NHL game, helping Pittsburgh close out a 3-0 road trip for the Blackhawks, Patrick Kane and Juju Kara scored. And in Columbus, Ohio, Sean Corrali scored shorthanded and Daniil Tarasov turned back 47 shots as Columbus sent the Florida Panthers to their third straight loss, 5-3 in Ohio. Johnny Goodrow had a goal and two helpers for Columbus, who've won four of their last five. As for the Cats, Matthew Kachuk, Aaron Ekblad, and Colin White scored. As I said, they've lost three in a row. So let's spend a minute on that. It did not take long. For me to get to South Florida, where the Panthers get a bad rap. There's more hockey fans here than you think. They just don't all necessarily go to games. Okay, but they're paying attention, and they're upset. And as we sit here today, the Panthers are out of a playoff spot, Moose. They're out of a playoff spot. The President's Cup winning team from last year that's got, like, 13 new players. So I'll be interested to see where things go from here. They lost to the Flames in a shootout on Saturday, as you probably know. 5-4, 5-4, Matthew Kachuk was denied in the shootout by Jacob Markstrom. So, point to you. And we've got the rest of the week to get into this, Moose, but U.S. Thanksgiving is Thursday. I can't wait for the sweet potato pie. Which teams are for real and which aren't? Because, like, come Thursday, we're supposed to know by now. You know what I mean? We're supposed to know, yeah. And, is you know, where do you sit on, on Florida and Columbus? Those are two teams, right? Um, I'd like to think Columbus is better than the record has been for the start of the year. And this last little stretch has kind of shown that maybe they've got it together. It takes some time to build that team, right? I'd be more concerned about the Florida Panthers, that this team isn't playing more consistently. But again, here's a team with a lot of turnover on their roster. So I think when you have that much turnover, you're going to need more time. And I think we can extend that that deadline of U.S. Thanksgiving to figure out what these teams are when there's that much turnover because it's so hard to get everything all together that fast. Uh, Like I say, we got all week to do that. (laughs) 
This John Chan, man, John, I think he's in Winnipeg. He's like, he says, nice to see Pomo's Panthers lose another. Oh, they're already saying fire Paul Maurice, okay, in Florida. But that's the American way. Mind you, it's the Canadian way, too. It's fans now. You lose a couple in a row. Fire everybody. Like the Dallas Cowboys, which incidentally, we're getting to the NFL on the next point here, destroyed the Minnesota Vikings 40-3 to in week 11. Let's go back to last week's loss at Green Bay. Everybody wanted uh, Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, fired for Dallas. And it, I spent a lot of time on my own, Darren, thinking. And this is what I've realized. When you have people at the top that don't know what they're doing, they will listen to the fans and can be influenced. And to be honest, thank God Jerry Jones does know what he's doing. Me, speaking as a Cowboys fan here, and they've won three Super Bowls under Jerry, he ain't going to listen to the fans. But a lot of these teams that have guys at the top, and there are many that don't know what they're doing, will listen to the fans and fire that offensive coordinator, get rid of that quarterback when that's not the problem. So you can't listen to fans. Okay, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, First, a word from our sponsors, Edo Japan and Rod's Rant. I'm getting to that, boys. Eat Japan, delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. And as the boys just said, Rod's rant for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Our NHL coverage and NFL coverage is for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hiring now. Find out everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. Make yourself at home. Kick your shoes off. Undo your belt if that's your thing. Because we got a lot of time to get into all these Today, we had, you know, those interviews last week, Darren, were awesome, and the people liked them, but yeah. they, they weren't our normal shows. That's what's great about this show. We can play it any way you want. Defensive, offensive, fire wagon hockey, river hockey, whatever. You, we can do whatever you want and do it well. But today, we're back into the good old sports talk. It's the, dare I, not Canadian version of PTI, because we talk about American topics, just the alternative version of PTI. Point three, Patrick Mahomes connected with Travis Kelsey for their third touchdown of the game with 31 seconds remaining, and the Kansas City Chiefs rallied to beat the L.A. Chargers 30-27 to stay atop the AFC. The Chiefs swept the season series from Los Angeles and took a three-game lead in the AFC West. Kansas City leads four teams by one game in the conference. Um, those, that was a pretty good uni battle. Pretty much any game the L.A. Chargers are in are going to be a good uniform battle. It looked very good on television. My heart raced and thumped at the USC-UCLA game Saturday in Pasadena. Did you see those highlights? Ooh, I can't wait for what lays ahead in December and January in bowl season, college football playoff. But anyways, run NFL. How about those rascally Atlanta Falcons? What up, ATL? They beat the Bears 27-24 on a last-minute field goal. Cowboys spanking the Vikings, as I said, 40-3. The Bills winning the Snow Bowl 31-23 over the Browns. Let's not forget it was a wonderful week 11 in the NFL, Darren, from what I saw. How much of it did you follow? No, I followed a lot of it. You know, I was back and forth between NFL Red Zone and, and watching the uh, the Great Cup coverage on TSN all day. And it was a great weekend in the NFL. You know, that Chargers-Chiefs game, again, what do you what do you want, right? You got two of the young uh, talents in, in Herbert and Mahomes going head to head and Mahomes comes out on top. And that's why the chiefs are still number one in every top five that I'm going to do now. Um, and 
until they're not because Mahomes is just unbelievable when when they're able to just find ways to win. You know, that's what Tom Brady had in the in the real height of Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. When he had the ball in his hands, you just thought he's going to win the game. It's over. And that's the same with Patrick well, Mahomes. We spent 16 minutes on the opener about the um, the Grey Cup. And I think it was somebody wrote into our website, rodpeterson.com, and compared Pinball Clemens, the general manager of the Toronto Argonauts, who hails from Clearwater, Florida, to Tom Brady. This is pinballs. The guy said seventh Grey Cup. I thought it was his sixth. Either way, it's a lot. And I think, you know, pinball came in and charmed the pants off everybody at Baller's Rec Room last week. That's just him. Don't ever bet against a pinball. And everybody was saying, Winnipeg's the best until you beat the best. Well, now it's the Argos. Uh, very similar to Tom Edward Brady. Um, I'm going to move on, I guess. I, and again, we've got a lot of time to get into all these things, but I wanted to mention Saturday night. I was so excited to follow that Raptors-Hawks game. Here come the Hawks! And did they ever. In Atlanta, Trey Young threw a long pass to hit A.J. Griffin for a wide-open layup at the overtime buzzer in the Atlanta Hawks after rallying late in regulation, beat the Raptors 124-122 Saturday night. Again, that was in overtime. Please tell me you were paying attention to it because that's our two towns. We're on TV, anchored out of Toronto, on the radio in Atlanta. And I wasn't really in a glass case of emotion. I was very clearly cheering for the Hawks. Trey Young had 33 points and 12 assists, and DeAndre Hunter, what he had, 24 for the Hawks. So what a game. I don't assume you, maybe you did see it. What were you doing Saturday night? No, I did not see it Saturday night. I was at a, a dinner. Okay. Um, but following it, now I'm following it on my phone and getting the Hawks and Raptors notifications. Like all of a sudden, I'm a basketball guy. So um, <laughs> it's great. I love it. And now I can't wait to go to a game. You know, I want to go see a game. And, and uh, uh, But that's, that's how you want games to end, right? Right at the buzzer. When you can make a pass like that, I saw the highlights, oh. right? Unbelievable. I was more than happy and just kind of waiting to be asked to dance. I was up against the wall. The Atlanta Hawks asked me to dance. I'm like, yeah, I think I'd like that. I put my head on their shoulder. We went home together. Oh, the Raptors, anything. <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary, open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York Fries. Before I move on to Monday Night Football, and we don't really have time for all of our points. I also want to talk about, uh, well, Monday Night Football tonight. It's going to be played in Mexico City, 49ers and Cardinals. And Alfonso Davies has uh, deemed himself fit to play. The viewers want to know your take on the Huskies, Saskatchewan Huskies, Canadian University football advancing to the Vanier Cup in London this week against Lavelle Rouge or What's your take on Hell that of a game. matchup? Hell of a game against St. FX, undefeated St. FX, the X-Men. Um, it was great, but in the end, Mason Nice did what Mason Nice does. I mean, he's he should win the Heck Crichton Award. Um, unbelievable. Hats off to the X-Men, great year. And then on the other one, you know, Laval upsetting Western, I think it makes for a really good match in the Vanier Cup. How many times did we see Brian Towers and Glenn Constantine go head-to-head? Now it's Scott Flory and Glenn Constantine in the, in the Vanier Cup next Saturday. And, 
It's got me even looking on my phone for last minute flights out to the out to Ontario to maybe go and watch it in London. So I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, it'll be a lot of fun Saturday. Okay, so we're hitting them all. We might be able to get all these points in. Point five, Monday night football. The NFL will be holding the last of its five international series games tonight when the San Francisco 49ers take on division rival Arizona in Mexico City. The Niners enter the contest with a two-game winning streak after going three and four before star running back Christian McCaffrey's arrival to the Bay Area. Arizona, meanwhile, will look to build towards a climb up the NFC West ladder, currently sitting at four and six. We'll all be watching it tonight. It's going to be a wonderful spectacle. I think I'm assuming they're in Aztec, Azteca Stadium, which I think holds 90,000. I love neutral site games. I'm all for it. I'm all for taking your product out and showcasing it to the world. Bravo, NFL. And this is the last of their five games. Uh, Darren, I can't give them enough kudos for doing this. I know it's going to be really great and to do it on Monday night football, it, the spectacle is going to be outstanding. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to really locking in later today. Cause today I'm kicking my feet up and I'm resting from great cup and everything. And I'm going to watch all the coverage because let's see what they do for all the pregame stuff in Mexico and the game and the presentation. It's going to be fantastic. Love it. Well, point six, Alfonso Davies announced in an interview with TSN Sunday, he'll be ready to go Wednesday when Canada plays its World Cup opener against Belgium. Canada coach John Herdman was doubtful about the Stars' availability Sunday as he recovers from a strained hamstring he injured on December si- uh, November 6th while playing for Bayern Munich. So, yeah, we're going to be getting into the World Cup coverage like everybody else, or for at least as long as Canada's in it. Moose, we'll see you uh, back to kick off hour two, all right? You bet. All right, Sirius XM NHL Radio Scott Laughlin joins us next. We'll talk a little National Hockey League as we open a brand new week with episode 888 of the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Daytime sports talk is on the air. By the way, you can join the discussion. 902-518-3033 is the number to text us here in South Florida. We'll get the word out to everybody. 902-518-3033. Can't wait to talk to this guy, Scott Laughlin, Sirius XM NHL Radio. When I came down here on the weekend, Scott, I was sure to pack my satellite radio. I still got all the wires and everything. You know what it is? 97.9 on my Jeep. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, Rod. I'm just uh, recovering like everybody else from yesterday's Grey Cup game. It got me thinking back to all the Grey Cup games I've been fortunate to be at. Not as many as you, but I've been to a few over the years, and it takes me back to the very first one I was at. How about this, Rod? 1978. I'm a nine-year-old kid, freezing cold, exhibition stadium in Toronto, and I watched the Eskimos, uh, the Edmonton football team, uh, beat the Montreal Alouettes uh, to begin their quest to win five straight Grey Cup championships. Tom Wilkinson versus Joe Barnes. Sonny Wade coming off the bench. Just brought back some great memories going back to 1978. How about that? Oh, man, I could I could go two that? hours with you on that. You get it when they're kids. You remember it. You were nine. <laughs> and you remember it all these years later, man. That is a fantastic story. Thank you, Scott. Listen, I got to say this. Peter Lombardi has said, 
U.S. Thanksgiving's the cutoff line, really, for contenders and pretenders. And I've never forgot that. I think he's right. Do you agree mm-hmm. with that? And if so, who are the pretenders and contenders here as we approach U.S. Thanksgiving this week? Well, I tell you what, I mean, if you can get to U.S. Thanksgiving, you get to that quarter poll and you're in a playoff position, you're looking at 90, 95% certain that you can start to print playoff tickets. So as far as I'm concerned, everybody talks about the Devils, right? The Devils, to Mm. me, are the story of the National Hockey League season so far. You could say, hey, what about Boston? They're 16-2. and And while I think that they've surprised me, as to how great they've been, given the injury adversity that they had to start the season, Rod, at least they had that pedigree, right? At least they've got that veteran nucleus that we know has been there and done that before. New Jersey finished 37 points outside of a playoff spot last season. They used seven goaltenders along the way. They had all kinds of injuries and uncertainty in New Jersey. So to me, they're the story of the National Hockey League season so far. They're going to try to make it 13 in a row against McDavid and company tonight at the Rock in Newark. And I just think that they've been the biggest story. They can pretty much play 500 hockey the rest of the way and get to the postseason, which would be shocking to a lot of people out there. Okay, so I'm I'm intrigued. I got to read the uh, NHL PR morning skate. Are you Is that a fact? Not, if you're in a playoff spot at U.S. Thanksgiving, 90% of the time you'll make the playoff. Yeah, even beyond that, I would say this, Rod, this came out as well because the Devils had a 10-game winning streak. Now it's 11. Now it's 12. Now they're going for 13 tonight, like we say, against the Oilers, coming off a huge victory in overtime as McDavid put on a show. What else is new Saturday night versus Vegas? 58 of the last 60 teams to have a 10-game winning streak during the course of a season. 58 of 60 that have had a 10-game winning streak during the regular season make the playoffs. So congratulations, New Jersey, for the first time in quite some time. Your team's going back to the postseason. Lindy Ruff right now, despite the fact that the fans were chanting for him to be fired in the first game or two at the the Rock and Newark, Rod, uh, he's working on his acceptance speech for the Jack Adams right now. Everything's coming up roses hmm. for the Devils. They have been a, a shockingly good story as far as I can tell. Ryan in Saratoga, New York, watching, says for the first time in a long time, the Rock and Newark will have a sellout on a Monday night. The Devils are a wagon. Thank you, Ryan in New York, for that. So I got to I got to tell you, ask you this: We don't have a lot of time left already, but the Florida Panthers. I've been down back here two days, and the fans are pissed. They've lost three in a row. They're out of a playoff spot. Let's invert that. So you have less than a ten percent chance of making the playoffs if you're out of it at U.S. Thanksgiving. Well, that's that's a good question. I I was never great at math, Rod, but what you say kind of makes sense. Uh, that being said, I, I think as we've all kind of conceded throughout the course of the season, Florida was not going to be the same team during the regular season. They had a regular season for the ages last season. They made the coaching change. They've made some big roster adjustments. I think Matthew Kachuk has come in as advertised. No problem there. Uh, but I think that what is concerning me about the Florida Panthers, Rod, is the fact that they've given up during the course of this three-game skid, they've given up 14 goals against. Now, if anything, we thought Paul Maurice is going to go down there. It's going to be a more structured team with all due respect uh, to what Andrew Burnett accomplished towards the end of last season. It's going to be much more structured. It's going to be a better defensive team. It starts in goal. Bobrovsky's been good. Spencer Knight's been good. They've still got up 14 goals in their last three games, and that's got to be of great concern. Uh, I think that they will be a tougher team to play against as the season goes along, like not every team, Rod, can be Vegas with a new head coach in Bruce Cassidy. Not every team can be Dallas uh, with a new head coach in Peter DeBoer. Not every team can be surprisingly good Winnipeg with Rick Bonus having recovered from COVID. 
being a, a great coach for them and them getting off to a great start. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it takes weeks. Sometimes it takes months. And I think that's what the Florida Panthers are going through right now, adjusting to a new head coach and a new system in Paul Maurice. I think you are 100% right. And as long as there are the 2012 LA Kings and the 20, whatever year it was, 2019 St. Louis Blues, somebody can come from the back of the pack. Mm -hmm. Somebody can do it, right? And I, I think it may be Florida. Like when I left here five weeks ago, which feels like a year ago that I was, the Panthers people were saying to me, we didn't trade those guys for hockey reasons. It was for money reasons. We didn't want to get rid of them. So it was a major culture shift. And, you know, if anybody can do it out of the pack that's not in the playoffs right now, Scott, I think it could be Florida. They have the pieces there. Yeah, and I don't think, Rod, that, you know, the, the monetary reasons uh, should be kicked to the curb. I think that there is something to that. Uyghur and Huberto were going to need to get paid. As it turns out, they got paid by the Calgary Flames, uh, their new team. I also think, too, that, and we've talked about this before, too, Rod, that when they were beaten as soundly as they were beaten by their arch-rival Tampa Bay Lightning in round number two. They got swept away. They scored three goals in the process. I think Bill Zito just kind of sat back and said, you know what, this is not going to work. This mix that we've got is simply not going to be good enough to win at playoff time. We're going to have to rearrange the chairs here a little bit to take a new run at it. And, oh, by the way, we bring in one of the winningest all-time coaches in league history in Paul Maurice. I think those adjustments have been made for a reason. It's with an eye towards playoff success. Well, the hot, the heat is getting hot figuratively here in South Florida. I'm not joking because when they hired Paul Maurice, my friends were like, who is this guy? He's never won anything. I'm like, well, he's won a lot of games, but yeah, he never won. His, but it's the American way. God bless him. But if you're not first, you're last. Where do you think it came from, Scott? So I'll tell you a funny story. I was at an event here. Wounded Warriors uh, were there. Those are injured U.S. veterans. And one guy was wearing a uh, Zito Panthers jersey. And I'm like, dude, it was at the Coral Springs Panthers ice den. I said, who wears a GM jersey? The jersey of the GM, man. Like, that's unbelievable. You wear, he's like, my name's Zito. Oh. <laughs> I know, I felt like such a dork. But that's not new. Scott, if you need anybody to talk Florida Panthers hockey, I'm your guy. I'll be here all winter. I appreciate you, man. And keep up the great work. I love listening to you. Anytime, Ross. Thanks for having me, Rod. I appreciate it. I'm just looking to my left here. I still have the book you gave me, Rod, a number of years ago. That great Saskatchewan Rough Riders book. It's still proudly displayed on my mantelpiece here. So thanks very much again uh, in looking back all these years. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Glad to give him a coffee, a coffee coaster. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Scott. Yeah, from my ill-fated appearance on Off the Record on TSN. What a day that was. We'll be back with a sports update. Zig Fricasi coming up next hour and more with the Moose. It is the RP Show, Game Plus Television, uh, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP show continues on this Monday. Bear with me as I load up the text messages here. 
Uh, on the 902 line, 902-518-3033. Ricky Regina writes in from the Ballers rec room of the Sab Brujos. He says, Ricky Regina here. Just want to thank you, Roddy and Darren and your team, Allie from Bet Regal, for trusting in us and helping put on the amazing show together and Twisted Tea Player Fan Mixer together. Thank you, Ricky. It was the best party at Grey Cup week that I've ever been at that I remember, as I said earlier. Um, it had everything. Hall of Famers, television personalities and stars, most of all the fans. We mingled everybody together. It was probably better than what we planned. It was Friday night at Baller's Rec Room. Thank you. Todd and Red Deer's watching, and he says, Hey, Rod, who won the car race between you, Chick, Mullinder, and Fan Twos? Inquiring minds want to know. We played Mario Kart, myself, and three members of the 2007 Saskatchewan Rough Riders Grey Cup Championship team. Three very close friends of mine. Mario Kart, it's a video game for those that don't know. And let's just say there's a reason I was in the broadcast booth, not on the field. Luke Mullinder won, the former Michigan State Spartan. Bentley, writing from the rectangle. He says, I love the game, but a little more hype for the game, says Bentley. They could build it up, for sure. From Adam, he is watching in Hamilton, Ontario. Hey, Rod, despite my years of hating the Argonauts as a Ticats fan, I found myself being happy for the Argos for winning the Grey Cup Sunday night. First off, you got to be happy for a guy like Enoch Mwamba getting recognized, and you, Rod, have influenced how I look at being a sports fan. I was sure I wanted Toronto to lose out, but have never been happier to see them win. Thanks for everything you do for the love of the CFL. That's from Hamilton's Adam Ridioff. Thank you, Adam. And I'm just passing along what I learned along the way. I remember in 2000, somebody's got to help me, 2006, the Moose Jaw Warriors hockey team went to the WHL. Or went, did they go to the final? Clark, maybe somebody can look at it. One of those years in there. And I was cheering for them. And I'm like, I hate the Moose Jaw Warriors. Why am I cheering for them? I think I put that out on my website or on Twitter or something. And, and somebody wrote me back and said, because you're, you're a sportsman, Rod. And you're a good guy. And I thought, is that it? Because I'm always told what a jerk I am. But it's the same thing that Adam's talking about. When you, your top rivals are in the game, sometimes write this down. Moose, are you paying attention from the recovery world? You can't schedule feelings. You cannot schedule feelings. Sometimes in the moment, things hit you that you did not expect in life, but for certain in sports. And I'm pretty darn excited about this too, by the way. I'm going to be uh, speaking to a high school football team here tomorrow. Cardinal Gibbons High School, the Chiefs, two-time defending Florida State 5A champions. The coach, Matt DeBuck, a former Argo and Bomber, asked me to come in and speak to his team. And I said, Matt, I'm not a coach. And he said, no, but you've been through a lot of stuff in your life and came out a winner. That's what I want you to relate to my players. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. So can you believe people are actually asking me my thoughts on something? It's weird, but it's, I'm honored. Somebody opens a door for you. You got to walk through it. I'm giving you all this advice for free. No charge. Uh, sports update. England is off to a winning start at the FIFA world cup in Qatar. 
Arsenal star Bukayo Saka scored twice for the three Lions as England opened its tournament with a 6-2 drubbing of Iran. Last minute of play in hour one. Canada kicks off its World Cup competition on Wednesday against Belgium. It's a busy night in the NHL with Canadian teams, six Canadian teams in action. Calgary heads to Philly. Edmonton kicks off a three-game roadie at New Jersey. Winnipeg hosts Carolina. The Maple Leafs welcome the New York Islanders. Ottawa's in San Jose, and the Vancouver Canucks are home to Vegas. This sports update for Edo Japan. Delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. And also for Kinsman Telemiracle, Kinsman 47's Telemiracle 5050 raffle is live now. You can purchase your tickets at telemiracle5050.com. The pot starts at $100,000 with the winner taking half. Get your tickets before Friday, December 16th. When we'll make the draw, you got to be 19 and in Saskatchewan to purchase yours. Again, telemiracle5050.com. Hour two coming up. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.